But wait, 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 wait. What if you go on a date with the intention of it being a date, but you end up hooking up? Wait, can I clarify? What is hooking up in this? <laughs> Sorry, I'm so confused. In my okay, head, fine. hooking oh. up, like, in my head, hooking up is like, um, kissing, but you didn't intend to kiss. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, fine. My, my. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the first episode of uh, Yin and Yang podcast, made out of boredom in quarantine in London. I'm Andre. I am Z. And, and we're uh, going to take you from A to Z. Oh my lord. <laughs> I, I guess uh, seeing as we've both just butchered the intro that didn't exist anyway, we're going <laughs> to try and introduce what this podcast is meant to be about. We're two very different people when it comes to relationships and feelings um and, and life in general i think we're both equally ambitious um <laughs> with <laughs> intelligent minds but when it comes to talking about our approach to showing we care about another human being i think that's when we completely <laughs> differ <laughs> <laughs> which is which can be yeah which is very true actually um i think it's probably due to the fact that we are both brought up in such different circumstances and which is why you the listener can benefit from listening to this podcast because we bring such different perspectives to the world of dating relationships meeting new people and just being a good person in general yes yes, yes. Hence, <laughs> hence, hence the yin and yang <laughs> the light and the dark yeah so okay well we we're pitching this podcast as if I'm the wholesome one and you're the soft boy. What's soft boy? What's soft boy? Um, right. Um, I mean... <laughs> the way I always explain it is that fuck. Oh no, soft boy are fuck boys, but with feelings. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We can. We can. We can go with that. With feelings. <laughs> so based on that premise, Andre over there is a soft boy. I I wouldn't say I'm fully wholesome, but. Relative to him, I am. <laughs> I mean, one of the reasons why I wanted to do this podcast was to figure out how unwholesome you actually were. Uh, <laughs> so here Man. we are. <laughs> okay, we can, we can. Yes, that's that's the that's the premise. That's the the podcast. I guess that's why it exists. To be fair, it just exists because we're bored. Um, yeah. we have other things to do. We work on other things as people. I would I, I I would say that what we work on in our prop in our working lives and in our normal times is very uh it's quite se- I wouldn't say serious but it's very professional and this is a chance for us to sort of unwind relax people can listen and realize that hey you know despite how professional we may seem in real life we're actually just two people who are very relaxed very chill and uh, can can bring some nice conversation to the table um all right so that's a wholesome girl. Mm. what do you consider as dating because i'm gonna assume that we have very different definitions when it comes to dating correct i would say so actually um so i feel like dating my understanding is the period when you are trying to get to know the person a little bit better or maybe if you already know the person well enough, then it's trying to get to know them as a potential partner as opposed to a brother or a best friend or just a friend um, leading up to hopefully 
ultimately a decision of whether you want to commit into an exclusive relationship with this person or not. So that period leading up to the decision of whether to be exclusive and pursue a relationship, I would say, in a nutshell. So because this is all in the process of, I guess, ultimately deciding whether you're going to have a relationship or not, should this, this dating period be exclusive or is dating multiple people at once acceptable? Mm, okay, acceptable is, the, I guess, acceptable by society standards. Yes, personally, I don't see the point of dating multiple people at once. Because if you think about it, your opinion of that person is would be affected by how your experience with other people. Like the way I think about it is if you're really trying to evaluate this person as a potential partner, then surely like you're just you're focus you should focus on this one person rather than letting your experience with another person affect your perception of this one person. You know, like it's trying to be independent of other variables, limiting that <laughs> dependent variables. As you can tell, <laughs> I used to be a science person. I was going to say, like, this sounds like one of those high school experiments you set up and then, like, you know, you got to measure the measure the y-axis as you change the x-axis. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, why complicate things? Why why have more, more than one variables that could go wrong? I think it'll just bring more problem. But I had this in my head until you brought... I, I, I was going to say something, but then you brought up the, the independent <laughs> variable and I started laughing. Um, I think what I was going to ask is this, um, if you are, so if you were to focus on one person only during this dating period, right, what if it ends up ultimately not working out? You're like, oh, you know what? No, no, you, you're fucking weird. I'm not going to date. I'm, I don't want to be in a relationship with you. And you've now just wasted, I'm going to say, you know, eight weeks to 12 weeks of your life talking to this person every day, trying to figure out like, hey, you know, are we compatible or not? Whereas if you were dating multiple people at once, you know, you can like have them on a roll. You can have them like on a rota, you know, you can reply to one. You can slowly figure out. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds bad already. Oh <laughs> I don't have time to reply to multiple. No, I'm kidding. But like, I see your point. I see your point. Don't put your ex in one basket, basically. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because like, what if, what if it doesn't work out? And then this way you are saving time because your turnover rate of like partners could be quicker because you've uh you compare them to each other and you realize oh you know what this one's not going to be compatible with me because uh you know he doesn't shower every day this guy you know he works at uh he works at goldman sachs yeah you know hell yeah or something you know <laughs> all right <laughs> so if you're a guy out there listening to this working for goldman sachs hit us up <laughs> z is single Okay, this is the first episode. You can calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look. I mean, if uh, if uh, you somehow end up with a boyfriend by the end of uh, of this, then it'll you know will be a it'll be a mission success for me. Moving back to the actual topic, I see your point of like, what if you focus on this one person and then it doesn't work out? But similarly, that's just that risk still exists even if you're in a relationship. True. Very true. And in a relationship, you're still exclusive. So I guess my my point being, don't distort your perception of this person because you're too busy talking with multiple people. Um, it's better to waste 8 to 12 weeks rather than 2 to 3 years down the line when you realize 
your perception of this person is like you've put this person on a pedestal because you were comparing them to anyone else like back then and maybe back then your sample size is not that great <laughs> anyway you know <laughs> Yo. Although, i think sorry my intrig the intriguing question for me is like how do you know when it's dating you know like dating to a relationship <laughs> is very clear you pop the question what comes from friends to dating though Okay, so this is where I don't think I can answer because uh, you said from friends to dating. I personally never go and go date, sorry, go after my friends. I'm more of from the school of thought where you get to know the school of thought (laughs) where you you don't know this person. You don't need you, you, you aren't friends beforehand. Because, and then you get to know them perhaps through a mutual friend, but you go to them a bit forward perhaps, but with the premise of, I want to date you to see whether we are compatible in a relationship. As opposed to like, you know, you sort of hang around for like six months, you guys are friends, you guys hang out in the same friend group. And then after that, you know, you're like, oh, he's cute, you know, or she's cute or whatever. And then you're like, uh, oh yeah, I'm, I have a crush on him. I'm going to... <laughs> I feel attacked right now. <laughs> <For sake. laughs> because okay. in, in 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 my opinion, it's so much less messy because you you mm. come to that person with the intent of dating them, not I want to be friends and then perhaps we can date. That's fair. Fair point. Um then I guess in that case then you started the date you start the dating period right away immediately i guess yeah like uh i guess you can yeah basically yeah i I don't think uh even like uh when i do chat to to to, you know to these people these mutual friends let's say i get introduced to it's with the intent of asking them out on a date and not uh you know just chatting chatting shit you know trying to get to know them or being friends it's more like you're chatting shit with them in order to bring a date up into the conversation so you can take them out. Hmm. I sound like a fucking pickup artist or something, but I'm not, so... Yeah, you know what's crazy, though? I'm listening to you talking about this, and I'm just like, that is actually so much cleaner. Um, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you chose a, like you chose the wrong co-anchor. I'm easily swayed. <laughs> I recently joined dating apps. Thanks to Andre, to be fair. <laughs> and um, it's... I can I I'm not invested enough in the person to carry the conversation, and even on dating apps, I talk to one person at a time. <laughs> <laughs> you know that. <laughs> That's so cute. What? It's just I'm the, it's just less hassle because you're probably gonna give the same answers, and I want to be genuine. I don't want to be copy pasting answers. To oh man, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> You copy-paste answers? I would say I copy-paste answers, but I have a set sort of... I, I Sorry, correction. I had a set sort... I had like a, you know, not a script, but like essentially like, you know, like right now, let's say hypothetically I was on a dating app right now. What I would do is obviously because of like the whole coronavirus, everyone's staying inside, you know, this is a talking point that you can use straight away. It's like, oh, what are you doing this quarantine? And, you know, or they'll, and then they'll probably ask the same question to you. So, you know, you just save that answer and paste it into the, into the same conversation. Obviously tweak it slightly, change the emojis ever so slightly, but like, you know, depending on the mood of the conversation. But Because 
I think for guys, I think I think I think for guys especially, we tend to get less matches on dating apps than girls. Okay. This this is just a statistic. It's true. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I'm just not attractive enough to get all the matches that girls get. I don't know. But <laughs> you need to play the numbers game because even though let's say uh, I match with let's say I match with 30 people in a week. By the end of the week, I'm probably only talking to four of them or five of them like left. The other th- 25, like I'm either bored or like the conversation has gone silent. So, you know, you need a you need to like spam these you need to like just get as many conversations as possible okay um, without lowering your standards i see i don't know maybe mm, i don't know yeah i don't know maybe i'm wired to just pers- focus on one person at a time maybe that's a good um, thing though because it means that in a relationship you wouldn't be swayed by anyone else that's a that's a good thing yeah that's another topic for another episode but honestly I think like I'm the type of person when I'm like committed to a relationship, I I don't think I'd ever consider cheating. But I guess yeah. Me too. <laughs> That's a very silent me too. <laughs> I'm a good person. <laughs> yeah. No, I believe you. No, but yeah. So I guess that's yeah. But I do know that the norm, I guess, at least in the Western world. <laughs> um, is that you you can date multiple people at once when you like the point where you narrow down you're going to be exclusive with that person is when it starts becoming a relationship yes yes because like once you're in a relationship then yeah you're obviously exclusive you you have to like i wouldn't say delete but you have to you know slow down the conversation with everyone else and then when you're official then you know you got to block them mm. i don't block them but like you know change their names on the phone pizza hut burger king jesus <laughs> no it's a joke that's a fucking joke <laughs> sure i believe you no um okay no i guess okay i see a very interesting trend here because i feel like the way i find people attractive is by getting to know them firstly as friends first usually so I... based on this experience or tendency to like people who are my friends I can't really juggle multiple people at once because chances are we're part of the same group. That means we have the same friends. If I juggle multiple guys at once, the friends will talk to each other and they would find out. <laughs> so I think this is why I'm so much more used to focusing on one person at a time. That's so good. <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine it now. I'm so sorry, but like, why am I psychoanalyzing myself? But like, yeah, but even but yeah. now, yeah. It's true. It's true. I, that's that's actually a very fair a fair analysis. <laughs> now that you now that you've mentioned it, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, because like, why are you gonna pursue? Like, there's only so many guys in your friendship circles. <laughs> when you see your girl space friends, mm-hmm. in your mind, is there a block that says, "Do not pursue, cannot date"? Yes. It's a hundred percent. It's like a no, cannot, because it's. It's just like a mental block, if anything. It's they. I mean, like they can be attractive, but because they are my friend, they're immediately. I'm immediately not attracted to them in that way. And this is so. Uh, yeah. Purely based on the fact that it will get too complicated if it doesn't work out. Yeah, hundred percent. And also because, like, at the same time, if they are at that point my friend. It's because I probably didn't think of them 
straight away as someone who I could pursue a relationship with. If I had, I would not have gotten close to them at all and sort of like stayed distant. Mm. I see what you mean. Okay. But okay, so you have never saw your girlfriends in a different mm-hmm. light before ever. Okay, no, I have sometimes, right? Okay, look. So sometimes, you know, you go to an event and then these girls that you know and are friends with, they're like, you know, like normally you see them and they're like, you know, they, they wear like some makeup, they wear some nice clothes or whatever, but you don't see them that way. But then you go to a, a different event and they're all like glammed up and then you're just like, oh, hello, what the fuck? <laughs> Where have you been? Okay. And then like for, for a split second, for a split second, I'm just like, yeah, she's pretty hot, you know, or something like that. She, she mm-hmm. could get it. And then uh, and then after that, my brain is like, oh, no, 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 no. That's uh, that's forbidden. Okay. But yeah, yeah no, it happens. It, it happens every every now and then. So I guess sometimes there is... Ooh, sipping tea. Dropping the tea. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so there is attraction, but you do not mm-hmm. act on the attraction. Definitely not. Yeah. Forbidden. Okay. 100%. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. Has this always been your approach since forever? Like when, as you are growing up, the relationship you go through, they are never your friends. I guess you always approach girls you are in you are in a relationship with or had been in a relationship with, with the intent of pursuing them. No, actually, uh, it was after like my, I think my first ever girlfriend. Um, when was this? <laughs> I think I was like seven, seventeen. So I was seventeen, sixteen, seventeen. Okay. Yeah, something. I was turning seventeen, and then my girlfriend was a year older. She was like seventeen onto eighteen. Um, so she was my senior, and uh, we got to know each other through a mutual friend, and then we started hanging out in the same friend group. And then what ended up happening was, you know, like we ended up dating, but but um, that ended up very messily, very messily, messy. It was very messy, <laughs> and uh, I had my heart Aww. broken. And then from then on, I I vowed to myself, never again. This is origin story of a soft boy. Yeah, basically. But yeah, yeah. So I heard my, uh, you know, like, uh, what do you expect? You know, yeah, that that your first love is always the one that will stick in your heart forever, no matter how much you try to hide it. But like, you know, obviously these days, you know, like, uh, it's it's you know, I've sort of forgotten about it. But like in the back of my mind, I I I still feel like oh. I remember Dude, that day. I think there is a logical fallacy here. <laughs> because you're basically saying that because of this experience of being heartbroken by a girl who was your friend, you say yeah. never again. But even never if... Again. But surely now, say if you approach a girl and they become your girlfriend, they've never become your friend. Surely your girlfriend is a type of friend. As in like, you know, you are you share a lot with them. And like, it doesn't eliminate the risk of not being heartbroken. Oh no, no, I think like uh, they can become my friend afterwards, but it's also oh sorry I I missed out a bit from that little uh that little uh trip down memory lane because we were in the same friend group and everything the breakup and everything was kind of messy and like you know people took sides I didn't like it you know and uh, I wanted to avoid that situation whereas like nowadays let's say hypothetically I was to find a new girlfriend or whatever I would get to know them. I would get to know them as a friend and their friend group and her friend group, sorry, separately. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I'll never be as close to her friends 
as I was to, you know, my ex-girlfriend or whatever. Because they're not my, my real friends. They're my friends through my girlfriend. Okay. Yeah. And that way, mm-hmm. it's easier. Let's say if something goes wrong, you can, like, break away. And, yeah, yeah. life is just Because it's easier. not your friend group in the first place. Right? And you're not tearing apart a friend group because you dated within your friend group. There is another possibility. I am just putting it out there. Is that you start dating your friend. You're part of the same group. It doesn't work out. It's a peaceful, clean break. No one has to take any sides. You're still friends. You still hang out. You still invite people. And, you know, the friendship group is preserved. I'm personal. Well, I've heard a lot of things. Like, this happens to me, <laughs> but, like, to other people as well. I'm just I'm trying to be vague as well. But, like, it is possible to preserve friendship groups. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. I think, I think the main issue back then was the fact that we were young. We were very young. Whereas, like, nowadays, you know, we're in our 20s. I feel we're a lot more mature as well. So it's definitely easier to preserve friendship groups. Even if it's even if the friendship group can't be preserved straight away, you can all like sort of like you can split away and like avoid them for a little bit. And we live in a big enough city that you don't have to see this person all the time. And then eventually the rift will heal and then the friendship group can come back together. I don't know, maybe like a maybe it's a sign I should uh <laughs> Rethink yeah, exactly. Like now, surely, if you believe this and believe that we are mature enough, then like surely, the premise of your strategy for not dating friends is flawed. That's true. How about this? How about this? If I were to start dating one of your friends right now, nope. <laughs> veto, <laughs> veto. <laughs> right, right. There you go. There you go. And that's it. No, that's, okay. That's exactly. It's it's because it's not because I don't want you to date one of my friends. Is that you have not proven yourself worthy enough for one of my friends <laughs> and, and and that is exactly why i wouldn't want to date in my friend group because i think i feel like uh first of all that friend group would know uh what kind of person i am and then second of all uh what's the word i'll get vetoed by you know certain members of the friend group <laughs> <laughs> no to be fair if if you are actually committed and you come to me you were like z Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Z, I am a changed person. This is the evidence. Can you set me up with this person? I would consider it. Really? Yeah, but like you have to show some evidence. You can't just be like, oh, I just want to try like falling in love with a friend and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, please. <laughs> yeah, begging doesn't work either. But yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's a strong no, but... Maybe, maybe at the end of this podcast journey, I convince you of some stuff, you convince me of some stuff, and then we arrived at a less, what do you call it? We, we're, not we, we aren't, we're not polar opposites anymore, yes. Correct, yes. You know what? We'll see, we'll see, perhaps. You know, I feel like you picking apart my, my, uh, my MO has made me realize that it was flawed from the beginning. <laughs> but you bring up some good points too. You bring up some good points that I might be wasting time doing one person at a time. Oh yeah, hell yeah, you are. I'm not. I'm, that's not, I'm, that's not even me trying to bring up a, a good point. I know it's the right thing. Oh God, no. I think it's very interesting that guys just swipe right to match, regardless of the girl. Like sometimes they don't even read the profile or description; they just swipe. Yeah, because um, yeah, yeah. It's actually I've seen. Uh, I, I I personally look at the profile most of the time 
and then like if they seem like my type i will swipe so i'm a bit more picky but yeah i have friends who literally just swipe right all the time um it's a numbers game at the end of the day and uh they get more matches and like in a way they get more bragging rights because they're like oh yeah but i got 500 matches or whatever and then you only got 300 something haha but yeah man you uh you you just swipe right all the time your finger must hurt it's quality not quantity like True, okay bye oh my god i just had a new realization realization how do you say that word anyway it doesn't matter the thing is <laughs> swiping and spending okay your argument is that if i do one person at a time i'm wasting my time yep but if you just keep swiping not really caring about quality you're just hitting for quantity you can also waste your time because people who you can filter out from the get-go you didn't get filtered out properly mm, and you just sure, have to go sure. through conversations with them to figure out oh if i just read her profile or maybe put a little more thought into it maybe i realize it won't work out that's true that's true but but <laughs> you you can get you can you can filter them out on like within the first two messages or something like that you can just tell the conversation is not going to go anywhere that's when i like just go silent and never reply to their last message okay fair fair okay i don't even unmatch them you know because i'm just like you know i'm gonna establish my dominance Oh, that is such a guy thing to say. <laughs> it's a joke. Dominance. What does that even mean in a relationship? Okay, that's another, another. Oh God, another day, another day. Anyway, just to kind of do a full circle on this topic of dating, common pitfalls. What have you seen that guys usually do that went wrong? It was they were dating, it was going fine, and then suddenly. Ghosted. I think guys, guys have a problem with exclusivity, or at least the guys I know. And <laughs> name is shame. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> And because of that, uh, in a relationship, as you pro- sorry, in a relationship, as you are dating someone and progress towards a relationship, you can be on two different wavelengths. In term, and one person might reach that relationship boundary quicker than the other, and it's up to you, who might be slower in this case, to realize that the person has you know they want to make it exclusive, and you have to like decide whether like, yeah I want to make it exclusive as well or you should just, you know, fuck off and like change, you know, just never speak to them again or whatever. Because what a lot of guys I feel end up hap- what ends up happening to a lot of guys, sorry, is that the girl has reached the point where they want to go into a relationship, an exclusive one. But the guy is still like, you know, this goes back to the fact that guys like message a lot of girls on Inst- whatever, you know, on dating apps. There's they still have a bunch of like other options as well and they're still trying to keep those options alive, but they don't want to let go of that option in case things go wrong with you know the the main girl or whatever so you need to you need to realize how quickly the 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 dating and relationship is coming and you need to you need to just make sure that you're ready to drop drop your you know your your options if you're asked to do so and that way you can like save your relationship or sorry begin a proper relationship yeah when you frame it like that i see the point of dating multiple people at once because it kind of slows you down as well mm-hmm. um i think personally my tendency is that i feel a rush of feelings and then suddenly i'm head over heels and i'm like i'm gonna chase this guy and then like see what happens but obviously Aww. the guys are slower and i've realized yes. that the guys are slower you know it's not just guys are slower guys are stupid they don't realize i'm not gonna lie to you <laughs> oh god yes don't even know anyway but i do have this cute story 
on Reddit. Yes, it's not my please. own story. But oh. basically, there was this girl that posted on a thread, if someone says I love you, but you're not ready to say it back, how do you respond? First of all, I want to get your thoughts. How do you I, respond? I, I think- I think I've seen. I think I've seen like which Reddit thread you're talking about. Is it the one where the guy or the girl says something about like we're both reading the same book? You've just gotten to that you're chapter just a couple before. Of chapters ahead. Yes. Yeah, or something like that, right? I love I, that answer. I honestly, I think that's a really good answer as well. And honestly, I'm gonna remember that just in case. No, you're just gonna use it as a move. Like it has to be genuine. No. But... <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> Look, if I say that, it means I'm going to be genuine. But I mean, if look, this is like a classic, like, fuckboy thing they're going to say. They're going to say, like, I'm not ready yet. Maybe like in a few months or, you know, they like, they postpone, they postpone. And when it reaches a, two months later, they postpone again. And then what they're going to do, what they're doing, ladies here, is they're just, they're, they're, they've got you hook, line and sinker. You're like a little fucking fish on the end of a fishing rod. And you're just being dragged around by this dude. He's like slowly reeling you in. He's like, haha, look at, look at, look at this girl, man. Um, so you need to, you, you, ladies, please. If like a guy is just like stringing you along, you need to cut that guy out. He's toxic. Oof, word. I'm just saying <laughs> this podcast is both analytical and inspirational over here. <laughs> That's true. But, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought that read, that read a thread though. Like I'm glad you brought it up. Dude, I love that answer. Honestly, I do love that answer. And then if you guys are curious, listeners, um, they got married and now they have a child. So. <sighs> I know, so so wholesome. Oh. <laughs> oh, actually, here this is this is one that we missed. Actually, how has your perception slash understanding of dating evolved over time? Oh, um, I guess, mm, I guess back in school, like high school, middle school, whatever. Um, there is no dating. I like any. This is my personal experience, but like. Back in school, you were friends, you were classmates, you hang out, you start growing interest, you text a lot. Um, and then one person pops the question. like, And then your girlfriend, boyfriend. Your girlfriend, yeah. boyfriend. And then that's when you started spending time alone. As in like you go out, watch movies, yeah. eat. But I feel like I, now... I... Oh, sorry. Go on. No, I agree. I agree with that. I was about to say the same thing. It's because yeah. you're kids, right? You're not gonna you're not gonna suddenly ask the your potential partner to hang out by the pool or whatever. I don't know. It's 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 different. It's different. Yeah. I don't know what kids do. Let's go to the mall. Yeah. Whereas now it's like you can hang out just the two of you and you don't have to mm-hmm. make anything out of it because I guess that's how you know whether there is anything at all. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Because sometimes, you know, like you, you get you speak to someone on these dating apps, right? This is my own personal experience. You speak to a, 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 I speak to a girl on this on an app, and then what happens is you're like, oh yeah, you know, I can see something happening here. When when you use dating apps and then you decide to go on a date with someone, you, that first date, I feel like, oh, this is another. This is also a pitfall, I guess. A lot of guys expect something from that first date. They expect like, yes, tonight I'm gonna get laid or something like that. You oh know, my like, god. Uh, oh my god. And, <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Well, what I'm saying is that you, I. That's a pitfall. The pitfall is you're expecting too much, and you shouldn't because the first date you're just trying to get to know them actually, and then like you know maybe, maybe that person is down to like you know come over straight away or whatever. But 
at the same time, if you're trying to get a relationship, you need to get to know the person. And you can just hang out first, you know, have a drink, have dinner. Because at the, you, you're just hanging out, basically, right? You're just trying to get to know each other and seeing if you guys are compatible or not. And then if it's not, then, like, you know, you guys, like, slowly taper off the conversation and never speak to each other again. Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's, a, that's a good thing about dating at our age. Yeah. Age range. As you grow up, your 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 experience of dating changes. It's more... I guess, yeah, you know... It, it it becomes the true definition of dating. Yeah. I mean, oh, oh, I do have... Dating is not the same as hooking up. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, no, that, that's for sure. That's different. Okay. I just want to make sure, make sure here, because, like, you know, I don't, yeah. But wait, 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 wait. What if you go on a date with the intention of it being a date, but you end up hooking up? Wait, can I clarify? What is hooking up in this? <laughs> Sorry, I'm so confused. In my okay, head, fine. hooking oh. up, like, in my head, hooking up is, like, um, kissing, but you didn't intend to kiss. Oh, really? Okay, fine. My, my... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> in my head, hooking up is uh, going home or going with someone, basically just sleeping with someone. That's, that's, that's what it is in my head. Oh, sex. Yes. Sorry, I, I sound I sound like a high schooler that's like no, and I'm like yeah, sex. Oh, oh, so hooking up is sex? Not less. Okay, okay. It doesn't have to be sex, but there has to be like strong physical attraction. How about that? Okay, I for some reason in my head, hooking up has always been just kissing. Yeah, I mean you can you can just kiss, but like uh, I feel like just if it's like just a peck on the cheek or whatever, or a peck on the lips, like that's not really hooking up. That's just like. You kissed. Whereas, like, hooking up makes me think, like, yeah. Okay, yeah. You know, like, it's a bit, it's a bit more, uh, it's a bit more than that. Yes. Uh, so if you're hooking up, it doesn't mean you're dating. But if you're dating, are you definitely hooking up? I guess you are. Okay. Uh, wait, no, no, that's not true. That's not true. Because if you're dating, you, you, you guys could just be dating. You guys could be going for lots of coffee dates or dinner dates, but no, nothing physical ever happens. Maybe you accidentally brush each other's hands as you walk along the river <laughs> temple or something, Aww, like some kind of Korean that drama. Oh, but that has happened that... to me before. It oh, was really? Magical. Yeah, it was very oh, like I know. Honestly, I, I, I pull that move all the time. Sometimes? Oh, this is when I know a girl likes me because then they're like sort of like their their angle of walking changes and they slowly like cut you off slightly just just so you can like you know brush and then you're like ah, got you no I'm joking I never think that but oh my, <laughs> god. Oh my god that is exactly what you do. don't even fake it don't even retract your statement <laughs> but like you know like uh yeah, <laughs> yeah. to be fair it is there is a scientific research that says you can tell whether a person is interested in you if their toes point at you, if they talk to you in a group setting. Oh, wow. Like, I don't know how robust the scientific evidence is, (laughs) if I'm being honest. I didn't really look into it. But I have noticed that it might be true. Because, purely because, in a group setting, when I'm talking to people and I constantly find maybe this one girl's toe is pointing at this person constantly, even when they're not across each other. Sometimes I'm like, hmm. hmm. You know, you know, uh, <laughs> all right, okay, okay, how about this, how about this? So, I, I mean, I don't know if you've ever read, like, uh, you know, one of those, like, fanfics or those literotica or whatever. Literotica? Okay, never oh. mind, you're too wholesome. No, 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 I know fanfictions, though. 
Okay, fine. Okay, how about like this is like some kind of like Fifty Shades of Grey kind of shit. Okay. Uh, or and real life as well, because it's obviously based off the truth, about the the real world. But like you know, like uh, when someone has like you know orgasm shaking sex or whatever, their oh toes might like their toes might curl up from the pleasure or whatever. So I actually can sort of understand the study now because like you know maybe like <laughs> it's like your toes are like curling up. It's like oh. No, but oh my, wait, <laughs> no, 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 hold up, hold up, <laughs> no, but that doesn't make sense, so you're saying, wait, I, I don't know why you had to go all the way back to fanfiction, <laughs> but, it's because I didn't want to like, I didn't want to use the big S word, you know, sex, wait, <laughs> <laughs> I've said sex a lot of times already, so I don't know why you're just like the big ass word. Um, no, okay. The thing is that what, but other things curl up too, not just toes. I'm I don't this. What? Like like what? Like your nipples? Ew ew ew. Okay, no, we're not going there. We're not. No 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 no. Cut it off. Cut it off. <laughs> but but basically, guys. Okay. Yeah. If you ever like read like these fanfics, sometimes they're like oh his toes curled <laughs> with excitement or some shit like that. I know, man. <laughs> so so I can understand why your toes are pointing in that direction. But this is the thing, right? When do you... Does it have to be your toes have to... Which, does it, is it like which toe or all your toes? So it's like the general direction of your foot? Is like it's pointing at someone? <laughs> How do you point at different directions with your toes? First of all, uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, uh, I can, I can point in like, yeah, I can point in multiple directions. Anyway, but like, what I'm saying. <laughs> so I guess it's it's more. It's like it's like when you're talking to someone, right? You face them, and then when you're in a group setting, if you like someone, you're probably gonna be looking at that person, possibly, or you're gonna be like, <laughs> I'm shy. I'm gonna look away at the floor the whole time, but I'm gonna look at his feet instead. Mm, yeah, I guess, okay, I guess the bigger implication there is that you are facing that person, that's why your toes are pointing there, as in you're yeah. trying to get closer. It makes sense, in a way. Yeah, it makes sense, actually. I don't know well, why the studies focus on toes, but anyway. Yes, that's a bit weird. Uh, you know why? It's because people have foot fetishes, that's why, so that's probably... Oh, yeah, true, that's true. Yeah, maybe. That's so, in my, you know, like, look, guys, we're not a judgmental podcast here, but personally, I find that a little bit weird. You do Why? you, man. Okay, yeah. No, fetish is just, okay, another topic down the line. Yeah. Um, Epso- although someone three. has called me out, they say I have a vulnerability fetish. We're gonna get wait, to wait. that eventually. <laughs> wait, I wait. Don't... Are you the vulnerable party, or is the person the vulnerable one? They say I, I only like someone when I can help them. Yeah, also, let's clarify, vulnerable as in, not in oh, an abusive way. Yeah, yeah, but... yeah, no, no, no. Like, if I can help them enough yes support them. i feel i feel it's not a vulnerability fetish it's more like a motherly fetish in a way yeah okay that now that's weird no, but like you know what i mean it's like you're, we'll you're get caring. To this, yeah we'll get to this eventually this whole vulnerability thing like being able to, no i think it's a being it's a helpful fetish as in like if yes. i can be helpful to that person if i can be useful then i like being around that person you know what you're just a wholesome person. You're like uh, you're like Mother Teresa. Man, don't compare me to Mother. That's big shoes to feel. Mother Teresa wouldn't make this kind of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
No, but cool. anyway, moving, moving, moving back to the topic of dating. I think common pitfalls across gender is a mismatch in expectations. Yes, definitely, definitely. Maybe, maybe. Uh, be, I feel like it's also how much dating have you done in your lifetime. So, as you, when you are still new to the dating pool world, you're you are more likely to fall in love quicker because it's mm. new, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. Whereas once you've been around or in it around, I hate that word, but like you know, once you've been dating for a while or whatever your expectations become a bit jaded. And so it takes a bit longer for you to perhaps from, yeah, perhaps due to failed relationships or bad experiences, you are less quick, less open, you know, Hmm. you you don't want to open yourself. Yeah. You're way more guarded and yeah, you just become, so yeah, that that definitely like, uh, yeah. Okay. There's a gender mismatch. Girls might, be might jump into a relationship quicker or feel stronger feelings faster but i think it's also it depends on the experience of both parties so if someone is super new to the dating pool and the other one is like uh you know has been has had several partners beforehand then uh you know you're obviously gonna have a mismatch and it depends on the more mature person to realize it i guess mature sorry that's wrong person the word but like you know the more experienced party to realize it fair point well Hmm. That's it's been a fruitful discussion, I have to say. Um, yes, I've changed my mind on some things. I don't know if I changed my mind, but I considered some things. Hope you did too. <laughs> if you, there are topics where you want to see the contrast between what a soft boy thinks and what I feel guilty calling myself wholesome, man. Um, you are wholesome. I know what you're talking about. But okay, compared to me, you are lit- the literal rebirth of the angels. <laughs> I mean, no, that okay. I don't know. It's just two different perspectives, two different genders. Just how, if you want mm-hmm. us to pick apart and analyze any topics, preconceptions, you can even send us your preconception if you disagree. If you disagree with us, um, yes. or if you have a case study story, I I hope to hear some ghosting stories. Not because not because like you know those are good, but what I'm saying is that then we can point out, we can go through it, and then realize where the relationship sort of went wrong, or what prompted the ghosting, or something like that. If you really want to hear our thoughts about certain things like cheating, flirting, (laughs) (laughs) just naming stuff now, Um, premarital sex, no, I'm kidding, okay. Yes, yes, I can do that often. To be fair, I think premarital sex, it'll be a long episode, I swear, but like, yeah. Anyway, um, you can reach out at yinandyang.lockdown. No, (laughs) sorry. No, that's fine. I will I will power through this. You can reach out to us at yin and yang dot podcast on Instagram. But yeah, well, I mean, I enjoyed this. It was actually very liberating. And it was good to see a different perspective. We do talk about these things all the time. Because, FYI, everyone, I do go to Z for uh, advice every now and then. And then I ignore it. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> this whole friendship is based on him ignoring my advice and regretting it later. Yes, I always regret it, but it but I still do it anyway because I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no, it's just good to explore. Like obviously, we are not trained psychologists or God. relationship advisors. We are just God. here to unpick modern premises around feelings. Yes.
Well, until next time, guys. Thank you for tuning in.